Hello, my friends. This is Pastor Stephen Brooks, and thank you for tuning in today to this special announcement. And I want to share something special that the Lord is doing in the ministry, and I feel that you will be excited to know about it, excited within your heart. And before I reveal to you this special thing that God is doing, let me go back a few years and set the proper context for this event. It was the year 2009, and I had traveled to Chennai, India to record some television messages in the studio of a precious man of God, and he runs a a very large uh, international uh, uh, really global in many ways television network, and I was there recording programs, eight a day. In other words, starting in the morning and going all day long, recording program after program. Praise the Lord. Well, as this was going on for a few days and being around the the television network there, and I've been around many television networks and have recorded in many different networks. But while I was there, something special happened in the sense that I began to see more clearly the great role that Christian television plays in the world in the areas of evangelism, winning the lost for Christ, and also teaching, training, and equipping those that are already believers in the body of Christ. And I was so moved in my spirit by the power and the effectiveness of Christian television that I told the Lord with complete sincerity. One evening after I had finished all of my recordings and I was back at the hotel, I said, Lord, I said, soon as I leave India and I come back to America and I come back to my home in Moravian Falls, I am going to construct a new television studio out on that open field area that we have in front of the church in that grass area that's not being used. And I said, Lord, I'm going to do it because something has to be done because this is such a powerful vehicle of winning the lost to Christ. And I know you've called me the television, so I have to, I have to do something because the tool is so powerful. And I really committed to do that in my heart. Now, The next day, I was back at the television studio again, recording more programs. And what happened, there was a program that I was recording just before lunchtime. So I've already done three programs. This was the fourth one, and then I'm going to take a lunch break. So on that fourth program, everything begins. They say, you know, action, and I start teaching, and I have a translator translating from English into Tamil uh, for the audience that's uh, going to be watching these programs. And when I started my teaching session, keep, uh, keep in mind that it's basically a half hour, 28 minutes, 30 seconds. And as I'm teaching, somebody walked right into the live studio while I'm teaching. Now, I know this uh, network very well because I've been there multiple times to the facilities, and I know that there's an armed guard at the entrance. I know also that there's biometric scanning that you can't get into certain doors unless you have your fingerprint scanned. And so we are in the very center of the building, 
which is the most difficult place to get to if you were just going to try to walk in somewhere. But yet this person walked right in, in the middle of what I'm teaching and recording, and he goes and sits down in a chair, and he's looking at me. Now, keep in mind, the whole time that this is going on, I'm trying to teach a message. (laughs) But whenever I would say something in English, I've got about five or seven seconds because now my translator has to translate it. And so what I can do is kind of look over in the corner to see who this individual is. And when I first began to look, the face was so bright, I couldn't make out the face. And I thought, well, I thought, well, it must be the studio lights are shining on his face also. That's why I cannot clearly see his face. And uh, so I would try to keep on teaching, and I would teach a few more minutes, and then I would keep looking over there. And then it began to dawn on me real quick. That's not somebody normal sitting over there. The Lord Jesus Christ walked into that studio, and I was looking at him and watching him in between my teaching in an open vision. My physical eyes were wide open and my spiritual eyes were wide open also. And I saw him sitting there. He had a white robe on and then I could see his feet. He had sandals on his feet. And it was, it was very, very powerful because I've had some unusual people before in my audiences while preaching and teaching. I've had rabbis and I've had others that, uh, you know, have PhDs in Greek or Hebrew. And you're thinking, well, I I better be on my toes because uh, I'm sure they would catch an error if there is one. So I realized the Lord, the head of the church, he's sitting over there and he's listening to me uh, teach the word. Well, I, I continued on. And then right at the end, on my final statement, I make my final statement and I pray and the translator uh, then translates. And then I could hear the guys in the uh, sound booth. They said, cut, that's a wrap, time for lunch. And I, I wanted to yell, I, I wanted to yell, did you guys see him? He was sitting right over there because the, the, just before I stopped teaching, the Lord just disappeared. And I wanted to say, did you guys see him? Because my translator was there and a couple of guys in the sound booth that were running audio and checking the video. But I realized they're starting to put away cables and they're starting to put things away for lunch break. And I realized they never saw him. I was the only one that saw the Lord uh, through that visionary experience. Well, it made for quite an interesting lunch break. So I went to go eat my lunch. They, uh, I'm in India, but they had brought me uh, from right down the street uh, a Subway sandwich. Uh, and I was all excited, but of course, um, it didn't taste like it does here in America. It had some spices, but I certainly ate it and enjoyed it anyhow. It was a different flavor. But I, I, was, I ate my sandwich real quick, and then I had a little more time. They said, they said, Pastor Stephen, we need a little more time before you come back instead of the normal one-hour break. Give us like an hour and 30 minutes. We've got to hook some other gear up and switch a few things out. I said, no problem. So I ate my sandwich real quick, and then I began to pray. And I said, Lord Jesus, why did you appear to me in a vision while I was teaching and recording those sessions? I knew that was you, but you never told me what the purpose of your visit was for. And so I prayed and I said, Lord, please make that known to me because I have to know why you came and sat in that audience. Well, there was no audience. He was the audience person. But why did you sit in the studio and and watch and observe? And by the way, I could tell that he enjoyed uh, my preaching and my teaching and uh, he was smiling. Praise God. Amen. Well, anyhow, 
The lunch break comes to a conclusion, and they come and knock on the door and say, Pastor Stephen, we're ready. Let's, let's uh, knock out some more uh, recordings. I said, let's go. So I grabbed my Bible and uh, uh, knocked out a message. Uh, we, got, we got started recording, so I knocked out a message, and then I knocked out another message. And so over an hour or so has gone by. And what, what our procedure was is uh, do two and then take a break. So I did two, and then I sat down to take a little break and drink some of that delicious Indian chai tea. I still have never had chai tea taste as good as what I've had it in India. Anyhow, while I'm drinking my chai tea, taking a little 10-minute break before I stand back up and start doing more shows, what happened is when I reached for my my cup of chai tea, I picked it up and drank it, and the Bible was a little too close to it, so I didn't want to I didn't want to bump it, knock my tea over. So I took my Bible and I moved it. And when I moved it and set it, it kind of fell open. I wasn't trying to make the Bible fall open, but it, it just it just kind of like fell open like that. And when it fell open, there was a verse on one of the pages that lifted up off the page. It looked like a hologram, and it was it was sparkling. It was, it was glittering, and it lifted up off the page. Can I show you what that verse is? I want to take you to it right now. Psalm 37, verse 34. And this is what the Lord spoke to me with my chai tea in my hand. This is what he spoke to me and said, Wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he shall exalt you to inherit the land. Woo! I said, okay, Lord. And I knew what he meant. Don't, you're going to go back, but when you go back, don't build there. That is not the spot where you're supposed to build the television studio. And so 13 years have come and gone, and there has not been a year, there has not been a month, there has not been a week when I have not thought and prayed, Lord, where is this place? I come before you today to announce with great joy in my heart, I've found it. Praise the Lord. It's here locally. It's very close by. It is a strategic location. It's 14 acres. And we have reached uh, terms with the sellers, and they have agreed to sell it to us. Praise God. You know, what was fascinating is that on January the 8th, uh, that's my wife and I's anniversary. And just a few days before, we had discovered this property. And the moment I saw it, I said, I said, Lord, I said, I think that's it. After all of these years, I think that's it. And I couldn't be more excited about where it's at. And so I began to pray. I said, Lord, uh, I think this is it. And I was praying on our anniversary. My wife and I went out and had a beautiful meal together, celebrated the Lord and celebrated our marriage and how he has brought us together. And we said, let's just drive for a moment and uh, go, go do something fun. And we went somewhere fun. And as we got out of our vehicle, Kelly got out and she stepped on a baseball. And I saw that when she had stepped on the baseball, it hit her and I at the same time. The Lord said, that's your field of dreams. Because we always knew Psalm 37 verse 34 would be our field of dreams where we build the world-class television Christian studio. And the Lord said, that property is yours. Rise up now and by faith, take it. Praise the Lord. My friends, I have told the buyers, excuse me, <laughs> the sellers that we 
want to buy the property. We negotiated it uh, very carefully on our end with our professional realtor. Uh, we've gone back and forth. We have settled on a price, and I need fifty k. $50,000 in order to close on this property. My friends, I need it this month. By the end of February 28th, I need it so that we can go up and buy this uh, property. I've already signed on it. We'll take it. We want it. But I have to have fifty k down to close it all out. Praise the Lord. That doesn't pay the property off, but that secures it. We own it, and then we can move forward because we have reached uh, financing terms. But my friends, I would like for you to uh, prayerfully consider sowing into something that I believe is kingdom, something that I believe is very dear to the heart of God. And your gift will allow us to buy this land, and then we will, when the land is completely paid off, we will build a facility there that will glorify the Lord and will be a harvest net tool. Praise to God. Praise God. And we're going to throw the net as far as we can. We're going to literally throw it over nations. <laughs> I'd like for you to have a part in this. And I would like for you to sow into it because I believe God's in it. And I believe uh, the Lord wants us to rise up and take it. Will you help me? I believe together we can do this. I need 50K by the time this month is up. If you would like to mail in a special offering, just write on your check, write on your money order, whatever you're going to mail in, write Field of Dreams and sow it as a seed for God to bring great blessing and increase into your life and that your dreams also will come to pass. And you can send that offering by mail to Stephen Brooks International, P.O. Box 717, Moravian Falls, North Carolina, 28654. Now, if you want to bring your special gift in online, I want to encourage you to visit the ministry website, stephenbrooks.org. There's a link on the front of the homepage that says Projects. And it's orange. It's a little orange rectangle. If you click on that orange rectangle called Projects, it will take you to a page and you'll see the spot where it says Field of Dreams. And you can click on that and you can bring your, your offering in online. My friends, let this be a seed that you're sowing a seed into the kingdom and Jesus said that we can reap 30, 60, 100 fold. And I, I'm believing for each and every one of you to receive the 100 fold return, which is God's very best coming back into your life. I want to say thank you for partnering with this ministry in this kingdom opportunity to move God's plan for what he has called me to do, to reach multitudes with the gospel, to win over 1 million souls. And I'm so honored. I'm so honored that you see the, the eternal value of joining in on the Great Commission. Praise God. Thank you for your gift. I'm praying for you. I'm praying over every offering that comes in for the Field of Dreams offering. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're aiming for 50K. Anything above and beyond that, of course, uh, continues to go to the remaining balance due on that property. But 50K allows us to uh, officially purchase it, 
have our name on the, uh, on the book, so to speak, and uh, to move forward with it. Thank you for your very best offering. Thank you for your heart for the Lord Jesus Christ. And I believe that your field of dreams will become a reality for you as well. Thank you so much. I'm praying for you. God bless you. I'll see you again real soon.